This week's episode is made up of several sections of recording from a day of playtesting a role-playing game called A Duo that I wrote myself. Unfortunately, one of the sections' audio is almost unlistenable. I have kept it in the recording, but I've put it at the end of all of the other segments. Unfortunately, one of the segments references this one, but again, I didn't want to force anyone to listen to bad audio just so that the rest of it would make sense. Uh, You should be able to enjoy the rest of the recording without that segment, but I have included it anyway for those that are interested in persevering with bad audio. Uh, Please enjoy the rest of the episode, and I will endeavor to record a duo better in the future. I'm Ellery. And I'm Ray. And you're listening to... Two-Sided Quest. This is the show where Ellery and I play a two-person RPG. Uh, this week we are we play-tested a game that I wrote, which is actually a LARP. Uh, so uh, we've prepared a recording for you. Uh, and the audio might be a bit um, windy or mm, echoey. Or echoey. Um, and you'll probably hear other people in the background and things like that. Where possible, we've made... Because we are, in fact, playing in uh, local public areas. Uh, and we do not have complete control over the environment. Indeed. Which is a feature of the game. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, this is a game that I've made and I... and. We thought that it, we were having trouble picking a, new, a thing to do for the next episode, and then I, I wrote this entire fucking game, and I thought, let's do that. Mm. Um, um, yeah. So I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to it. Um, Ellery, let's let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Are you Simeon of the Winter Mountain Tribe? Cova? It's Cova, right? I said, are you Simeon of the Winter Mountain Tribe? At the moment, I'm inebriated. But yes, I am he. I am bound to tell you that it is my solemn duty to slay you for the crimes you have committed to me and my kin. I've, um... Do you mind if if I am to be slain on this moderately okay-ish afternoon? Would you mind if I finished my? It's a very good bottle of wine. Very well. Well, come on. Well, you can't rush. A bottle of wine, you know, you've got to let it breathe. You've got to smell it. Uh, you know, you've got to. You, a wine is a thing to be sipped, not chugged. And I see that you've got three quarters of a bottle left. Uh, three quarters, three fifths, it's unclear. Very well, continue. So, uh, what brings you 
into these seaward lands. Indeed, I could ask you the same thing. I've been following you for days. Oh, I see. You found me in the foothills. I knew stopping at that trading post was a bad idea, but... Well, I'd heard that they had sometimes dealt uh, in lotus tiles. And fine wine, apparently. Oh no, this was a gift from the trader who I met on the sands while you were... Well, I don't know what you were doing at the time. Trekking night and day. Lotus tiles. Yeah. Uh, so it's for a game Uh, the game is called Lotus I'm not familiar with it really you're not familiar with Lotus but it's very meditative I find in that uh, you can enter it with strategy and you know hope to affect the outcome but I find it is most enjoyable when you merely play the game. Do you understand? Are you familiar with uh, uh, acting without thought? You know, the empty mind? Only in passing. Well, so, the empty mind refers to the fact that people often overthink things. They focus too much on the details. They focus on things that don't matter. Like in a duel, if you think too much about your honor or what others might think, what the people watching you, your ancestors, your clan, you might get your throat cut. Or worse, you might cut yourself. You've got to stay focused on the moment. The only thing that matters is you and the person or people you're fighting. You've got to stay in that moment. You've got to empty your mind of other things. Wine? Very well. I think the rigours of my training will stand me in good stead. Well, rote action will only take mm. you so far. You, you, you don't mind if I pour myself a large glass? Huh. I can always sip it slower. If you'd like. Just half a bottle to go. Well, you've got to let it rest, you know. You don't want to... You don't want to get too drunk, especially when you have a fight coming up. Indeed. But I do not need to finish my wine. I mean, you wouldn't rush an old man through his wine. I know I like these low lands. The Very music, iconic music. The music of these people. They have a different life to us, you know? More peaceful. Well, it's only fair for those who disturb peace. Look at them. They're not concerned. They don't even understand that you and I are warriors. They don't have warriors here. Closest they get to war is that game with the ball.
You have a warrior's eye. What do you think the purpose of the game is? Why do, would you say it's useful? To, to fool the opposition. To trick them. To, to intimidate them. Interesting. What if I told you it was just to pass the time? Ridiculous. Tell me of your clan, Kova. My clan? Yeah. Well, peaceful enough. In the years before you and your kin arrived. Reclusive, reserved. And yet it was our hospitality that was un our undoing. I'm surprised that you would indulge hospitality now. Likewise, it is your hospitality that will be your undoing. Are you well placed? Well placed. Hmm. Your rank, your station. I wish not to discuss such things. What have you, what have you been doing in the weeks since? Well, I mostly came down here to negotiate a trade deal. Blood for wine, basically. Trade deal? Mm. Who with? People from across the sea. They call themselves the Chosen. They believe that they are the only ones that can safely traverse the oceans. Well, in that they can have all they wish. You've never thought to travel across the seas? There's more of this land than I could possibly explore. And enough is true. I have lived a long life. I've barely seen a quarter, a fifth of what this place holds. But I like these lands a lot. If I could choose a place for my family to grow up, I'd choose here where they don't have to worry about war. 
I don't have to worry about the clan fighting. No one here has clans. And what of the chosen? Surely you do not. You feel their influence in this land. I think the chosen would rather travel than conquer. For them, only prizes to be won are boats, ships, means to travel, means to be on the sea. They only traded with us. protection they're hoping to pass through the chimera's gate into the inner sea I know not of this place really? chosen tell legends of it They've never entered the inner sea. None of them. It's this mythic land. It is like Olympus to them. A place of myth that exists in reality. Would you go there, flee this country, this continent? Oh no. I have a duel to deal with uh, after lunch and then, you know, I've got to win this war that my brother started. Bastard didn't even have the decency to stay alive for all of it. And then I suppose, at some point, I've got to make sure my granddaughters find husbands and wives. Glad I didn't have any sons. Sons are harder to wed. Weaker-minded too. Tell me of your weapon. What do you fight with? A simple sword. Forged by my forebears. Oh, an ancestral weapon? Mm. That is all one we needs with a strong sword arm and the dedication to pursue the art. And what have you heard of how I fight? Slapdash. 
Interesting. Slap dash. It's alright. You'll understand soon. You know what would go well with this wine? Some of your people's cheese. I remember I tried some when I was young. Very creamy, but also nutty, but also with a hint of fruit. Well, alas, I have not been traveling in finery. I have a job to do and I will not rest until I have done it. Won't you? You wouldn't even consider resting? I'd sooner make camp here with you than, than jump off the mountain. Nothing that I could do to persuade you to let me live. Or at least not have to fight you. I would need the truth. And the truth would need to be in your favour. Well, then I suppose I have a confession. I'm not who you think I am. I am of the clan that yours struggles against. But I am Madrigan. King of the mountain. And if you kill me in the custom of my clan, you take on all my responsibilities. It'll be your job to find partners for my daughters. It'll be your job see this wine home it will be your job to end the war with your clan and then it will be your job to travel through the veil into the gates of the underworld and to destroy my brother's soul for what he has done to your clan. A cursed vagabond you truly are. But these are the customs of your people, not mine. Mm, customs are a strange thing. You might find yourself 
dead and dying and a gate before you. I will end the war for my people, but I will not do it under your terms. Not much of this wine left. Did you want it? No, you haven't. There might be a moment. Very well. We've got time. Their families gather for something. Then ready your blade. As you wish. So that was a duo, is the working title of that game. Hmm. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it. Ellery, what did you think of a duo? Yeah, I think it's really uh, interesting uh, and a bit innovative, which is which is good. Uh, uh, nice victory dance. Um, I you. think the, uh, the 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 best thing, um, or perhaps the most interesting thing about it, is having different settings that are informed by your landscape. Uh, and I was really pleased in the playing of it. That, um, that those landscapes give you some of the inspiration and stimulus to, to go on with, or even other people at times. Uh, so it doesn't, it doesn't feel quite so bare as it, as it looks initially. Mm. The, the, we played three games today and recorded two. Mm. Um, our warm-up game, um, the, the physical location was walking to somewhere. So we played the Pilgrims. Mm-hmm. And and I'll put up the uh, draft of the game so that you guys can read all of this stuff. And you've probably already read it on um, my personal Twitter, if you follow me there. Um, and I think I might have shared it to Insert Quest Tears Twitter. But either way, it'll be up with this episode so that you guys can read along. Um, you people, you folks, you friends can read along. Um, the next game we played was Angels. Um, where the setting for that one is... You are up high and can see people below you, um, the physical location. And then the next physical location was in a park. Um, we did Warriors, but there are a couple of others that you can yeah. choose in that sort of scenario. Yeah. Um, the Warriors one is like meant to encourage like sharing of food and drink too, but we realised that, one, we didn't have food and drink to share, and two... 
you don't need to do that. It would just enhance the scene. Yeah. Separating the, the reality and fiction a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like it's it was the one that had the the kind of the strangest start in that um, it's a it's a really interesting situation to explore, but it's also the the most unnatural, I guess. Whereas even with the angels, which are clearly supernatural, it's a very um, two work colleagues waiting it, for a thing. It's a very straightforward kind of opening. Yeah. Um, whereas. Um, uh, this one's a little more structured, the yeah, opening. Um, uh, um, I actually had a lot of fun with the Warriors one trying to integrate things that were happening around us. Like, there was a group of guys that were... Because we're kind of... We're in a park that's between the harbour and the beach. Like, the two things are separated by, like, 100 metres. Um... Or maybe a bit more than 100 metres, but whatever. Um, and so someone was walking from... A group of guys were going to the beach, and they started playing music. And I was just like, look, it's contemporary music, but fuck it, I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. I thought that that was a little bit anachronistic. Um, I would have felt weird just ignoring it, and then I would have felt like I had true. to cut it out. Exactly. So by yeah, referencing yeah. it... Um, and then there were kids playing soccer, and I'm like... Yeah. And then I started thinking about my origin of gaming and sport presentation that I did all those years ago. Uh, I think um, with the with the Warriors one, uh, there's there's always going to be a um, a little bit of uh, creative conflict over the, the need to duel, mm-hmm. um, uh, and I think that that's quite a natural thing. I I found that in when we played a single moment as well, mm-hmm. like uh, is there someone who's clearly a villain, or are the two characters just misunderstood, or you know, like that mm-hmm. sort of um, uh, balance is is uh, is a back and forth. Um, so something that the game has in it, talking about the structure of the game, um, is uh, one player has has a confession that they are trying to get out, um, and uh, and that is meant to kind of drive the conversation. Its main like game design thing is to make the game not. End. Yeah, not end immediately because uh, a conversation can be very short or it can be very long. Um, I was surprised though that even with a mechanic designed to try and draw out the length, the game is actually quite short. I like it, that about it though, especially for something that's 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 so unstructured and so improvisatory. Mm. You wouldn't be able to maintain that for well, maybe you can, but. Um, uh, uh, I, I probably wouldn't want to be on the spot for an hour at a time. Yeah. Uh, uh, having said that, I thought that um, in both of our recorded games, um, uh, you and I both said the, said the words, I have a confession, before our thing. Yeah, I didn't intend which, to. Yeah, and I didn't intend to either, but it's, it's a very easy thing to go with, whereas in our Pilgrims game, uh, and sorry to reference this because it's not recorded, it was very much organically woven into the story, and I thought that that worked better. Um, yeah, I definitely felt like in that one, in the, in the Warriors one, that 
I always sort of knew that my confession was going to be a dramatic reveal that I would actively do rather than like this slowly teased out thing. Yeah. Like I knew that I, because the confession that I chose was I am not who you think I am. Um, uh, and I was thinking, I am not this random ass warrior that you think I am. I am the leader of the clan that you are opposed to. Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, I didn't have to say I have a confession, but it just came out that way because I was thinking about the fact that you had said it. So yeah. that phrase was there in my mind. Um, and the other thing uh, is that uh, we were using about this earlier. Um, it's amazing because you pick the confession before the game begins and before you've even met the other person's character. character but how... And, and, I, and I saw the potential of that to fall flat on its face a little bit, like with the incongruent settings... But um, uh, with the three games that we've played thus far, I've been amazed at how how well that melds together um, after this conversation. Um, and if you're looking at the document while you're listening to this, you'll see that there's a whole bunch of settings, and some of them are going to be a bit difficult for us to test, So, um, but we'll try and get to them. But if you want to test them, go for it and let us know what you thought. Um, Ellery, what did you, what did you learn about role-playing from this game? Um, I think... I think that this is... Uh, this is this is kind of pure role-playing and that, um, that you are in character for the entire duration. And there there is a little bit of self-reflection going on uh, about about the game, like, as, as meta-thinking. But, but for the most part, uh, I... Um, uh, you, you have to be in character for the entire time, uh, and so this, uh, this this game is, is about the actual role playing aspect of role playing, as opposed to any of the mechanic driven or, um, or or other aspects that we see in a lot of other games. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I think um, for me, the thing that I learned. Um, I think I, I think that this is the beginning of a lesson for me that it's okay for things to be short. Mm, I like that lesson. That lesson's a good lesson. Right? I think it's a good lesson. Yeah, it's mm. okay for things to be short. Um, says the two very tall people. <laughs> um, uh, and and also um, a, a, another lesson for me from this is that uh, and this more comes as a game design thing because I made this game but a a thing for me is that um, is that things don't need to follow in the order that you conceive of them because this is what do you mean by that? Just so what I so what I mean from that is that um, in my head, I did not. I've been thinking about this game or a game like it for a, for a few months now since we started Two Sided Quest, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought that I wouldn't even really start writing this thoroughly until after I'd finished Weapons of Divine and finished my magical morality game. Mm. Um, but l- 
last week, on Friday afternoon, last week as of recording this, on Friday afternoon, I got home and wrote this entire game. Um, pretty much. And then there's been slight tweaks since then, over the last, um, four days. Um, and... Look, the time is right. Yeah, it just sort of struck me. And and also, I've been thinking a lot lately about how things have not been... Things have been going well for me, but haven't been unfolding the way I want them to. And this is another example of that, but I don't feel bad about this one. <laughs> I do think that um, having some um, uh, more clearly defined end triggers yeah. is going to um, stand this game in, real, in, in a good steading. Um uh, especially since the you can kind of firstly um, if you're in character it's very hard to ask the other player if they're ready to stop playing yet yeah. uh, so um, clearly defined end triggers will let both players know when it's done um, uh, without having to break character or anything like that but it also uh, gives you something to to if you need to angle towards like oh yeah it feels like this is wrapping up or um, uh, or to actually shy away from if you if you really want to explore the situation or any of the narrative more um, you can give the, the other player cues about that as well yeah uh, and you'll put the, when you guys are reading this there'll probably be a lot more end triggers in the document um, because I'm probably going to go write a bunch tonight after recording um, but there's anything I wanted to say um uh, interacting with uh, uh, people versus not. There's a, so one of these scenarios is a sniper team. Uh, yeah. Which, uh, which uh, would be very well. I mean, so we played a game with angels with other people around, and the worst thing you're going to get is a few funny looks. Yeah. Uh, but if you're playing the sniper team, you should probably do that in uh, in private. Uh, yeah. So some of these can stand up to having more people around than others. Um, the Knights one was easy because there was a lot of pauses in it, so we could just stop. Hmm. And um, the Pilgrims one was great because, you know, just yeah. walking along, you don't Having have... Having a weird religious conversation, not that strange. Uh, but I think also people get snapshots, of, snapshots yeah. of what you're saying rather than rather than a lengthy bit if somebody's, like, sitting near you in the park or whatever. Um, um, yeah, I, I, so that was the thing I was going to say. Um, in regards to that... Um, in a way as well, is that I think that this game, it should be noted, (laughs) is going to be very difficult for some people to play and very easy for others. People that find Mm. conversation and reading people easy. Like, it was easy for me. We we talked about the... You talked about how it's going to be hard to gauge when something's going to end for some people. It felt very clear to me when the angel game was about to end. Oh, okay. I could feel it in the... I could feel it in your, like, body language, and I could also see it in... I could also hear it in the words and the things you were saying that you were ramping up to um, the end trigger, because that was one of the ones that we already had an end trigger written for. It's interesting you said that because I, um... Uh... I... 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 For the, the, from the time uh, when I first realized, when I first thought I can introduce the ending now, mm. um, we I actually played on a bit. I played on after that, and so that's probably why it was clear enough that 
that um, that my my line of inquiry um, was directed toward there. Yeah. Um, uh, rather than kind of dropping you in the deep end. Yeah. Uh, and I think um, that that yeah. might be worth mentioning. Uh, I'm not sure how you would say. Yeah. I think that uh, another thing that this game is probably going to be good at helping people with is um, it might actually be quite good for building um, conversational skill hmm. in that um, it's in a way it kind of gamifies needing to read other people. Yeah, it doesn't really teach you explicitly skills to do that, but I think it provides an environment to learn that in. I would agree with that. Uh, um, I think ultimately um, that uh, this gives you a higher concentration of um, of, of, of role-playing a particular character um, that has a lot of freedom in, in what that characterization is. Uh, so uh, just in terms of how much time you spend in character versus engage with rules or whatever, uh, this is very dense. Uh, and also, it gives you an excuse to be in some really nice places. It's, it's good to game outdoors occasionally. Yeah, indeed. Especially when the rain is sparse hmm. and doesn't ruin your microphone. Yes. Um, well, wonderful. Um, it was a pleasure playing with you with it, uh, Ellery. Thank you very much. Likewise. Fantastic. Farewell from the past. I'm Ray. And I'm Ellery. What did you see? But here, yeah, so idyllic, so peaceful. What do you see? What do I see? I see a garden spoiled. I see poor attempts at imitating beauty. I see old monkeys wasting their time. But I don't see grim portents. Mm. It is to come to pass, that is for sure. But how? That is the true question. Mm. Do not these creatures have any redeeming quality in your eyes? They have many redeeming qualities. The problem, brother, is that they do their best to hide them. They are miraculous things exactly because their lives are short. And yet they chase an immortality that they cannot understand. But so young, so naive, even the oldest of them, you cannot expect them to make decisions as we could. No, I suppose they are purposefully crafted to make different decisions than we would. We are built to serve, and they are built to impulse. Is that not what free will is? Impulse? The ability to be changeable? 
to break rules. Oh look, here comes more. Well, they can't fly like this either. 
No. They fly by cruder method. Oh, 
the shaking of this tower. Are you sure that it was just shoddy construction? I who stole your wings. I don't. 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 I don't.